Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to another episode of 30 Questions With. I am joined uh, this week by one of my favorite people on the entire planet. Uh, He was at one point my bartender uh, and he quickly became one of my nearest and dearest friends. Um, He is somebody that I admire endlessly, um, somebody I look up to and just all around probably the best person I've ever met in my entire life. Um, Please welcome to the show. (laughs) Please welcome to the show, my friend, Alex. Hi, buddy. Hi. You're very kind. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> I'll strive to be halfway to what you just said. <laughs> I love you. And I'm sure the people listening to this um, will love you all um, 25,000 of them. So no, ah. no pressure or anything. None that makes it easier. <laughs> coffee for whiskey. So what is the most random thing on your bucket list you would not be surprised to hear this it is penguin related <laughs> so <laughs> it is i don't know i've got had an affinity forever for antarctica um every time i play this stupid lottery for a billion dollars whenever it gets that much my first thing is to go to antarctica i don't know why i just so yeah bucket list i've jumped out of a plane i did that one climbed a bunch of mountains but uh yeah antarctica for some reason i think that's the furthest I can go on this planet that's alien and people less and you know and if I have time to find a penguin and put him in a cape and set him back into the wild I think that would make it on my bucket list as well hell (laughs) yeah but yeah that's a weird one but yeah Antarctica I think I like that I like that I remember when you jumped out of the plane yeah yeah I remember that too It's it's a blur it's just somehow it feels like a million years ago and in another way it feels just like a day ago it's just stupid pandemic just time is just (laughs) i just don't know anything anymore but yeah what is your go-to karaoke song um i am far from doing karaoke very often i am never nearly that drunk ever (laughs) but um when i did do karaoke it was at the claremont lounge in atlanta um, where if anyone doesn't know, I don't even know if it exists anymore, actually, but old divey strip club, um, their unofficial catchphrase was where strippers go to die, like mother daughter teams, just <laughs> ridiculous place, but packed and so much fun. Anyway, on their karaoke night, um, if you sing karaoke on one stage, they're on another stage, they have to dance to whatever you're singing to, you could sing jingle bells in July, and they have to just rock out to it. So that's the only place I've sung karaoke, I think. But uh, I think anything by cake um, would be something that I would sing, you know. Um, so, yeah. Solid choice. Solid choice. Um, and easy, for the record, place. for the record, the Claremont Lounge still exists and it is, in fact, open right now. Um, but it's not what it used to be, right? No. Yeah, it's still. Really? Ah, cool. All right. Yeah, karaoke. they... Um, they turned the old hotel into like condos or some shit i think um but the lounge is i believe it got a historic marker so they were able to stay open awesome 
I know Blondie was historic then. She probably is still now. <laughs> I see. I see pictures of her with uh, people that we know come across like Instagram oh, ever so often. So it's wow. it's good to see that she's still out and popping around. Wow, I do miss Atlanta sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> Who was your favorite member of the Spice Girls? Hmm. Actually, I'm going to have to say, I could not even tell you. Um, I made up my own Splice Girl once with a fellow bartender, if you know Chansey. If you remember Chansey. <laughs> I, remember I nicknamed him. him Pumpkin Spice once. He would be the missing Spice Girl. Um, I don't know. I, I watched AbFab a bunch in like the 90s. So the is it Baby Spice who was on that? On yeah. That show? I don't know if anybody. Yeah, they, I, I would have to say her just for the character on that show. That is okay. my full knowledge of the spice <laughs> girls and hey she was on this show i like that show she's the winner <laughs> so that's that's fair yeah um what is the most terrible thing that you've watched all the way through on like tv or a streaming service you know i don't know that's a tough question it, it, it would be easier if it was i don't know it, it's i really don't put up with it if i don't i so i i can't remember if i've suffered through it and you know, um, I don't know. Um, there was, oh God, there was some British show that someone I used to know used to watch all the time that I just never got into. Um, and I like British humor, but it was the show with like kind of the nerdy group, if that rings a bell. Um, the, the, the IT crowd. The IT yeah. crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, he just watched it all the time and I just didn't, didn't get in the rhythm of it, which I'm disappointed to hear myself say, because I really, all my top 10 shows are like UK humor shows, but that one, maybe it was just because who it was, who was watching. I'm just, I just, <laughs> you know, but I think that's, that one, I try to give it a choice, a chance, but. That's one of those shows. Um, like I, Richard Iotti, who is one of the, uh, plays one of the main characters. Uh, he's, he's one of my favorite comedians. Um, just absolutely hysterical human being. But I, I'm like you, I just could not. Yeah, I'm, that, I'm so glad to hear somebody else say that because I've, I've watched them in different interviews and the, the characters in and out of character and the actors and I enjoy the humor. And then I watch the show, I'm like, eh, I, I don't know what the disconnect is. I just, I don't know. But anyway, that would be the only one that I could think of really. It's, it's, very, it's very niche. It's very, yeah. It's like the British Big Bang Theory. Like it's, it's almost too smart. Yeah, I don't know. I have to give it another chance because I'm, I'm, I'm mad at myself that there's a UK show that's highly <laughs> rated that I am not a fan of. So I feel like there's something wrong. Maybe I watched it at the wrong time or something. But yeah. You are given your own late night talk show, Living or Dead. Who is the first guest? Hmm. Living or Dead. I mean, I'm a big fan of a lot of musicians and I mean, I'm, it's no secret. I'm a bit of a Marilyn Manson fan. I'm a, uh, I'm a Mark Twain would, you know, living or dead um, for the sake of humor. I don't, I, I don't know. George Carlin, I think, you know, that's, he's, he's a huge, huge, you know, God in the echelon of, you know, voices in my head. Um, but yeah, I'd have to go with George Carlin then. Yeah. That's, that's a solid choice. I'd, I would watch the fuck out of that. Yeah. Objectively, what is the greatest Disney film of all time? 
Well, let's see. There's so many. I don't know. I, I might have to just go with the most recent that I saw. I think I saw uh, Cruella a few weeks ago. <laughs> and and I not quite a kid's movie, but, uh, you know, um, I don't know. As a kid, I guess like the Milo and Otis, like anything with an animal in it, um, like talking animals, those were my favorite. Um, I don't know. That's a tough one, objectively. Yeah, that, that's that's too tough. I'm sorry. That, there's so <laughs> many, okay. you know. Do How's you, yours, actually? I want to know yours. What I objectively for me, the greatest um, Disney film of all time is Sword in the Stone. Ooh, the witch and the, yeah, okay. All right. And the squirrel and the magic. Cheers. Good one. Good one. Good one. All right. Right on. Do you have an unusual celebrity crush? Like somebody that you bring it up and people are like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I mean, I'm, I don't think so. No, I guess I don't talk <laughs> about celebrity crushes really. It, it wouldn't be anybody modern. I mean, in the 80s, I did, you know, when TV was, you know, um, anything from, I don't know, Red Sonja and uh, Beastmaster and, and all those movies, you know, like those 80s movies. Uh, what was her name? Uh, Kelly LeBrock in Weird Science. Uh, Weird Science, yeah. Pete Nielsen in like Beverly Hills Cop, like all these just beautiful, stunning people that, you know, you know, the sex symbols of the 80s. I would say like all of them, <laughs> probably. But I don't think any weird crushes, no. Um, no. That's fair. I mean, we'll, we, will, we will accept <laughs> 80s sex symbols. Yeah. Underwear, always on or only when you have to? Only when I have to. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> I, I, don't, I know so many people... I, I don't get it. I don't understand. Just tethered and wrapped, like, especially when sleeping, I don't understand. I mean, I only kind of wear clothes when I'm being interviewed, I guess. And when I'm not, and when I am home, like that's when I'm not home. I mean, but yeah. Uh, what is something that you believe to be true, but almost nobody agrees with you about? Uh, well, I, in, in my kind of last two years, I had the challenge of, unfortunately, somebody passing away in my home. Um, and, you know, I, I am kind of a science guy. Like I, in conversation and just talking about the last few years in 2020 and whatnot, it's come up and, um, I, you know, people are like immediately like, oh my God, is it haunted? Is it, is there anything weird? And I'm almost disappointed to say, no, nothing. <laughs> There's no chairs on the ceiling. Nothing has floated by, nothing, you know. So I'm not really into, not so much that I'm not into the afterlife. I'm just, I think anyone would have something better to do than to haunt around my condo, you know? So uh, yeah, I have found that that is kind of a unique position. Most of the people that I kind of bump into, they're, they're like, oh yeah, no, it's definitely haunted. You just aren't around when it is or something like, which surprises me, but yeah, no. So that seems to be unpopular that I claim to not be haunted. And my world around me seems to think that I am, and I just don't know it. <laughs> but yeah. so, so basically, what I'm what I'm hearing is that uh, you you have the laziest ghost mm. living in your house. 
Yeah, probably, which that's boring. I mean, you know, <laughs> I hope you found something better to do than, you know, to haunt, you know, less than a thousand square feet in the mountains, <laughs> you know, because that I hope to look forward to more interesting hauntings, you know, when it's my turn to haunt. If you could have an entire movie theater to yourself and you could watch any film in the entire world, what would you pick? That's a tough one. Just any fit. I mean, again, 80s kid, anything John Candy, any of those old Pink Panther movies. Um, you know, I, I think comedy kind of would be the genre, like, you know, something comedy, something light. Um, yeah, it's just something like that. That's that's interesting because um, previous guests of the show, um, they usually pick like, you know, something real heavy that like they can cry at because nobody wants to cry in a theater full of people. Yeah, well, I mean, if... <laughs> I mean, the only movie that really just killed me, if you've ever seen Dancer in the Dark. Oh, your, my God. Yeah, that's just, I don't know how you watch that without, like, choking, really. But, yeah, no, so that's not what, if I had a whole theater to myself, I would, I don't know, life's tough enough. I'd, I'd rather laugh than find a reason to cry, <laughs> you know. But, yeah, I'd go with John Candy, anything John Candy. Um, for anybody who is listening to this who has not seen Dancer in the Dark, um, it, is a, it is a film starring Bjork uh, where just when you think it can't get worse, it does. Um, so if, if you take it upon yourself to decide you want to watch it, um, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, do not take this as a recommendation for that film uh, because Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> do you wash your legs in the shower? Um, not just my legs. Yes. So then, yes, I, 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 that's a weird question. I, I don't understand that question. I, I it just, I never occurred to me that anyone would say, oh no, <laughs> like, oh, today's arms day. What? Like, I don't understand. Uh, it is, it is, it is a point of contention um, that, you know, it's, it started with, there were people who only shower you know, every four or five days. And then it became, well, when I do shower, I don't wash my legs because the soap runs down and I don't see the point. Oh, oh, there's a science to it. Wow. Yeah. Um, well, I, you know, I don't know. I am a super fast shower though. You know, I, I throw a song on my phone and before it's even over, I'm like out it's tits, pits, face, legs, <laughs> like that's done, you know, and I'm, I'm out and I'm, I'm good. But yeah, I would hate to go through the process of just getting wet and doing all that and then not washing your leg. You just wash everything like you're wet and cold. I don't know that that was a weird question. I never thought about <laughs> that or or under what circumstance would somebody not. But yeah, they are they are out there and they they are freely sharing this information with millions of people on the Internet. Well, what sport would you most like to compete in at the Olympics? Curling, obviously. Popular answer. Probably really? the awesome. most popular answer. <laughs> awesome. So at my bar, whenever I, I put on any sports, um, I have definitely noticed if curling happens to be on, the whole room 
is involved. Like we are all just into this sport and watching it and people are arguing about rules and no one knows how to play this game, but we're all <laughs> arguing about it and we're all into it. That doesn't happen for football, for baseball, for basketball, nothing, but curling, if that's on TV, um, yeah, curling for sure. And I will have, you know, that there is half an hour from me, there is a curling center in Denver, a huge airplane hangar size building. That's a curling center. Yeah. Yeah. So that's awesome. I'm ashamed I've lived here for seven years and haven't set foot in it yet, but yeah. Next next time I come visit, I'm, we're definitely going. Dude, we are absolutely curling. going. Curling, yes. <laughs> and we're going to learn the fucking rules, and yes. Yeah. We're going to get up early. We're going to wash our legs only. And <laughs> <laughs> Yes. If they were making a biopic of your life, who would play you? God. I don't know who looks like me. I don't know. Tall, thin. I, you know, Danny DeVito for the sake of a joke. <laughs> um, you know, Justin uh, Thoreau. I don't know who that is. Um, I'm trying to think of what he would have been in that you've seen. I'll send, I'll send you a picture later. It's cool. yeah. Um, I, I know the answer to this question, but because it's on the list, I have to ask anyway, uh, nude beach or not a chance nude beach. What is the best piece of advice that uh, you've ever gotten? Um, well, I don't know if it's advice really, but a quote has always resonated with me and I don't know if I'm going to get it right really, but it's, it's kind of like in terms of life and challenges um, and not to be religious about it, call it God, universe, whatever. But I think the quote is God gave me this mountain to move, to prove that it can be moved. Say universe, whatever. Like I've always liked that. The challenge of challenges of, of things that I don't know. I've always kind of liked that. So I, I don't know. I might be addicted to them or drawn to them, or I like a challenge and, I don't know. It kind of, I don't know, the conquering kind of vibe to, I have to, I have to do this. I have to finish this. I have to climb this or I don't know. So it's not so much advice, but once I put, once I read that and, and, you know, this is here for a reason for me to be able to get over it or get, you know, I don't know. I've always liked that. You know, it's, it somehow made it easier to just deal with challenges, you know, but. So less advice, more quote. But. I like that though. That's that's good. Yeah. Objectively, what is the greatest television show of all time? Well, I'm a huge fan of John C. Riley, and uh, if you've ever seen, check it out uh, with Dr. Stephen Brule. I mean, yeah. I I love that weird, offbeat Tim and Eric humor, and his character. I mean, there's so few things that just make me just cry and laugh. That is one of them. So I would have to go with that just for the sheer, just ridiculous joy that it brings me. I mean, you know, that again, earlier I said UK humor. I mean, Monty Python, Faulty Towers, even like keeping up appearances, old Simpsons. I like irony. I like sarcasm, anything in that category. But if I had a favorite, I mean, that check it out show just absolutely cracks me up. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. What's your guilty pleasure? 
goddamn Kentucky Fried Chicken. (laughs) (laughs) I think that would be it. And it's it's such a vicious product because no one thing is any good, really. But like, I don't like the chicken by itself or the mashed potatoes. but, But my guilty pleasure would then be the chicken and the coleslaw and the biscuit and the mash like that, that mob of like design in a laboratory i'm sure for this purpose but uh yeah i mean i could be a gym rat and go to the gym all the time all day long every day and that would still be something that you know again designed in a lab to do this to my brain but yeah so the kernel that is my guilty pleasure <laughs> that's 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 completely fair that's i mean i won't i i can't argue that yeah and I do feel guilty after that because everything from the animal treatment to just the toxic, just, yeah, that's as guilty as you can feel really with ingesting something, but it's so horribly good for you or good tasting. <laughs> if aliens landed on earth tomorrow and offered to take you with them, would you go? Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yes. I need to go home. Cause this, it ain't right. <laughs> Everyone else needs to leave or I need to go. So, yeah. How do you say no? I can't imagine. I can't imagine saying no to that. Um, that I mean, most people have like stipulations. Yeah. Um, there, there are, there have been like some. <laughs> That's actually one of the big ones. Um there there have been some that have said you know um it depends on like what the aliens looked like like if we were talking like et versus the xenomorphs from the alien series you know well i mean that's just like walking into a thresher i would (laughs) right you know but yeah my aliens i imagine them fit and super intelligent and just fun and joy and you know the best things there are not enslavement into employment and work and you know or being killed or probed forever you know right. so my aliens in my head are just higher order beings of you know our best selves so yes i would get right on that ship <laughs> you know if you could commit any crime and get away with it what would you choose well i would have to choose every and excuse my language but every conservative and republican republican it's pronounced i would shoot them right into the sun and be done with it so yeah if i can get away with that i would and the world would be a better place i absolutely agree Mm. objectively what is whitney houston's best song Um, I only know one, so I think I'm going to have to go with that one, the uh, I Will Always Love You song. I really, I, you know, I saw this question. I'm like, I don't know any other song. <laughs> I really don't. So, yeah, that well, that one, you know. Okay. That's that's also one of the top answers. I'm sure it is. I, give me another one, though. I just, I, I must know it in here somewhere, but I. Um, I mean, given given that you you were a bartender in a gay bar with drag shows. Like you've, you've probably heard Whitney's entire catalog. I I must have. Yeah. I just don't know any of them right now. If you could bring back any fashion trend, what would you pick? I have a soft spot for hippies. 
Yeah, I have a soft spot for 70s, free love and love children and flowers and long hair. And I like that. Yeah. 80s were weird. That, that's fun. I mean, I wasn't there really. I was like, <laughs> and, but, you know, all my favorite movies were then. So that was kind of fun. But I think hippies and I was never there. But from what I know, I think that was always really cool. Like, that's such an awesome I guess if you call that a fashion trend, but I mean, yes, they, I mean, they were like very specific. Yeah. Long you hair, know. bell bottoms, you know, all that. The I rise of tie dye. Yeah. I like all that. What's your favorite cuss word? Fuck. <laughs> That's got to be number one. I use cunt a lot too, actually, because of all my british tv watching but i think fuck is just it's just it's a strong word and it fits everywhere it's true (laughs) it's true i wish i had a more creative answer but that's just the king of the words you know and george carlin you know his favorite is like you could use it as every you know why don't you go outside and play hide and go fuck yourself or fuck you you fucking fuck (laughs) like you could just use it as every form of you know so yeah it's, it's for for like a couple of episodes uh, that I recorded of this show, I um I I used to add a modifier that you couldn't pick fuck, but uh, yeah. if if you do that, most people like shut down. They're like, mm, no, then then I don't have one. So Cunt is a good one. when I when I rant and rave on Reddit occasionally, I definitely you know politically, you know anyway. So I've turned Republican is now Republican and conservative is conservative that's the only way i say those words now so i think cunt if i was forbidden fuck cunt would be the one you know yeah that would be the number two that's a good strong word yeah what is a film that most people hated but that you love just unabashedly that most people hated but i loved um I don't know. I mean, I'm a fan of like sci-fi. Um, if the question was reversed, what did most people like? And I did not like, I would say any of the new Star Wars. I don't know what's going on. Like they're just huge and everywhere. I don't get it, but that's not the question. <laughs> um, so, I mean, sci-fi movies, I remember really liking Alien vs. Predator, even though it wasn't a good alien movie, but it did have the queen fighting, you know, like fighting like out cgi and you know so i was just like that five minutes was just worth that movie to me so it wasn't a good movie i don't know whether everyone loved it or whatever but i don't think that it was very well received but i loved that scene like so i i ended up like i'm a huge fan so yeah i liked that part of that movie it's it's a fun it's a fun movie yeah what is the one film that you could watch over and over again and never get sick of? There's so few movies. I mean, here comes Christmas, you know, and uh, a Christmas story. I mean, that's one that's been on TV for 24 hours every year for Christmas. And, you know, whenever I'm like scanning channels, not that I've had cable and scan channels for a <laughs> hundred years now, but when I did, I'd be like, Ooh, and I'd stop and I'd get all into it. Even though I've seen that movie hundreds of times. So it's very few movies. I found myself a lot of times watching um, or putting Napoleon Dynamite on in the background when I'm doing stuff. Um, I, that movie cracks me up. Uh, it's just low key. And I like that one. Christmas Story. Um, but again, I'll go back to anything John Candy and just kind of 80s feel good, light, 
movies, you know, that that whole era of Caddyshack, all that stuff I could watch just forever, you know. If you were writing your autobiography right this very minute, what would the title be? I actually, I, I mean, you know this about me. I, I do write and I look forward to um, writing or, or wedging that into my world of, you know, um, trying to just survive and recover from last year and everything else. Um, I, I look forward to writing a lot. So I do, I do write plenty uh, constantly. And one day I will get it all together. Um, looking forward to that. But anyway, um, a title out of a song lyric that I've always liked um, that is from my favorite, Mr. Manson. Um, one of his lyrics is a, among no one in the song somewhere. It's like, I am among no one. And I not divided loner among no one, but more kind of just, tribeless or or not in a good way or a bad way or an abandoned way or better than anyone not in any kind of way like that measured but i've always liked the sound of among no one because we're each alone no matter what you know we come in alone we die alone not to be like philosophical about it but among no one kind of implies to me being in a crowd and you're just not really bound with a tribeless is the best way that I could, you know, find to, to frame it. So anyway, I think my, my autobiography, I have definitely danced around that title um, for just, you know, where I fit myself in the world or where I see myself fitting in or how I do. I like that title. So among no one. That's, that's a fantastic title. Actually. Yeah, I love those words. I really do. I really yeah. do. Um, and this, this question has actually just reminded me of something that I meant to say in the opener. Um, and I don't feel like going back to record it, to re-record it later. Um, for anybody who is listening to this, who read my second book, um, I mention Alex a lot, and this is the Alex that I'm talking about. Um, so there's, there's that little bit of trivia, um, there. So there's that. What is your favorite Christmas song? Uh, I've always really liked the date rapey one. (laughs) (laughs) The, uh, uh, baby it's cold outside. (laughs) Um, not for the sake of the date rape, you know, or that negative, association nowadays but uh i've always liked the rhythm of that song like just baby it's cold outside i forget even who because it's been done by thousands of different voices um but i guess like the classic ones like the old school baby it's cold outside you know when it was just more playful and less date rapey you know when it was just kind of flirty and not you know um yeah i think that would be my favorite okay there's um there's a version by uh sir tom jones and some uh, a, hmm. a female singer whose name i just can't think of right now um that's that's actually pretty good um yeah but it's tom jones and I've there's got... actually one new newer one that i've kind of heard that i like it's cindy lopper and uh i think the singer from the hives if i'm right does a song a christmas oh, song okay. mm-hmm. I mean, they curse in it. Like who fucking needs a Christmas tree anyway? Like they're, <laughs> I slept with your mother. Like, it's actually really good. Like it's, 
it's a new modern favorite of mine. It's a great song. I'm going to check that out. Yeah, Cindy Lauper Christmas song with, I guess, the the Hives singer. Um, It's a really good one. I've listened to it so many times now. If you had an extra $20 to spend on yourself and you had to spend it on yourself and you could not buy food, oh, well, what would the, you buy? Goddamn KFC. <laughs> um, what would I buy if it can't be food? Um, wow, I'm so very food motivated. And <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'd probably see a movie. I miss movies. Um, I do miss going to the movies. Yeah, I don't know if $20 is enough to get, you know, <laughs> it's not enough to get any, just maybe in the movies, but not a right. popcorn and soda, you know, but yeah, I'd probably go see a movie. I don't do that very often ever. I haven't done that since I think the Joker, but yeah, oh, wow. in the before times, the before times, um, yeah. I, I actually, I just went and saw the new Spider-Man um, Ooh. because I, I had to, I couldn't, I couldn't wait for the Disney plus release. Like it's, it was one of those, it had to happen that's going to be on my list too it's just christmas week and it's tourism hell up here so it's just i'm gonna wait till there's not <laughs> thousands of children everywhere you know so that's that's fair um do you believe in the afterlife um i'd like to think so yeah well yeah i do i mean um i guess that's kind of a faith question like Yes. Um, although I don't for everyone, like my, I don't know. Um, I would like to think so. I mean, if you just kind of sit back and, you know, as a human, we're just spinning through space on this rock and it's just, I don't know. It's just the possibility, the things that happen on this planet that we exist, that we talk, that we're on a screen, that weather and just, it's just such a, I don't know. It's, I'm blown away by the experience of life and, and just, I mean, that's what kind of makes me be a bit of a writer. And, but anyway, with all the possibility that there is and things that exist, it would, it's kind of a letdown to be like, Oh, and then nothing happens. Like I, so it's not out of like selfishness that I want there to be something. I think as though that existence, as far as I know, and I'm aware is so filled with, possibility and things happening and buzzing and things in space and time and everything it's just kind of and then nothing happens that's a shame that's kind of a wasted opportunity you know so i'd like to think that there is something um yeah you know i don't know if it's something like to sit around and haunt condos you know (laughs) you know um i'd like to think that there's something you know i don't know that i believe in an end i don't think i do you know so follow-up question. Um, let's say that there is, in fact, a heaven. What does it look like for you? Um, just uh, leisure. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just, just to be able to experience just the wonders of just everything without having a clock in somewhere every day and, or being in traffic or doing long, you know, just the, the mundane where, you know, my favorite moments have always been just like a fire and stars and just laughing or just for like more of that, that would be my heaven. And that's just not anything. That's not like golden halls or a castle or just, you know, just a simple, you know, 
just to be, just to be allowed to just be for five minutes, that would be pretty heavenly. I would think, you know, I don't need much, <laughs> you okay. know, but yeah, there would be dinosaurs in my heaven. <laughs> yeah, I definitely, I mean, I've been around for like 43 years now and I have yet to see a velociraptor or anything resurrected, you know, so I am a bit of a dinosaur nut. So there would be my fire and stars and I would be safe, but there would be dinosaurs, <laughs> you know, so. I like that. I like that. If you had to delete all but three apps from your phone and all the ones that came like preloaded that came with the phone, those, those get to stay by default. So Mm -hmm. we're just talking about apps that you have downloaded. Which three are you keeping? Well, I'm a fan of Reddit. So I would keep that one. I mean, if my camera is, on there and safari is on there okay without those i don't know i mean uh my little notepad app but is that included like i write all the time i take pictures all the time um you know i guess if i was forced to you know i don't use them now but any of those you know get laid quick apps like I'd probably, <laughs> i'd probably just keep one just in case um you know but uh yeah so reddit and uh I don't know. I don't really have any other ones. I mean, I I don't really have any other ones. I'm really uh, Instagram, maybe. I mean, I do when I am doing things worth photographing and communicating with friends about through pictures, then yeah, I use that one, but I haven't touched it in, I don't know how long. (laughs) So (laughs) I'd keep that one then too, I guess, because I do plan on having more free time to communicate that way again. Okay. And last question for this part of the show. Um, What is one question you wish I had asked you and how would you have answered? I was not prepared for that. I don't know. (laughs) I have no idea. Um, I really don't know. What is one question that you'd like to ask me or what, what's one that what's your last guest? What did your last guest say? I don't know. Ask me that one. I have, um, I'm trying to remember what my last guest for this show, who my last guest for this show was. Um, oh, my favorite, I don't know. My favorite book, my favorite author, my favorite, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Like I, I would have probably, um, I was prepared for a, uh, uh, if I was a, a fictional character or something. I, I, I really, my, one of my favorite books is, uh, Mark Twain's letters, uh, from earth. Um, and if anyone, or if you're not familiar, um, it's Mark Twain. It's awesome. It's basically one of the characters. It's Satan. It's the archangel Satan writing back to heaven about his experience among people and just how ludicrous it is that these are the chosen, you know, anyway, it's from that perspective and it's, it's so sharp. And I, I read that fairly, I guess, young in my kind of developing personality. And, and I hate that I would say, oh, I'm just like Satan, you know, and, but I, I really felt like that perspective of, you know, on the ground and writing back to like this, this is the best, this is what, you know, this is what we're doing. Like, I don't know. I, I, I always found an affinity with that perspective anyway, you know, so I don't know what I would have wanted you to ask me, but uh, that was an answer that I was ready to give because uh, 
you know, I always like that, that perspective. I don't want to say to separate myself from the character of Satan in the book, but uh, yeah, that perspective I always liked and is very important to me in developing my personality. So we are now in the Patreon uh, part of the show. Um, for those that are new to this part of the show, what is going to happen now is I'm going to ask Alex five more questions, and then he is going to ask me five questions. So bonus question number one, and I feel like you actually just answered this question, um, but I could be wrong and your answer could be different. Uh, What is one book you think everyone listening to this should read? Actually, it would be that one. It would be uh, Mark Twain, Letters from Earth. Um, uh, Yeah, that would be one. It's such a, it's excellent. Um, I can't, yeah, it would be that one. That's kind of, I mean, I like that. And I like uh, 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 Jean-Paul Sartre's uh, um, No Exit. Uh, Those are really important books that I read kind of in my early 20s, I guess, or even before that, you know. Um, so yeah, uh, no exit and then letters from earth. Those have been great. Letters from earth is from Mark Twain and no exit. Jean-Paul Sartre, existentialist. Uh, uh, it's, it's a play actually, but yeah, it's excellent. If you haven't read it. Okay. What fictional character do you most relate to? Satan. (laughs) 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 Unfortunately, such a bad connotation. Um, but yeah, uh, specifically Satan, not like the biblical one really, but, uh, Mark Twain's version of the archangel writing back to heaven about what people get away with and what the children of heaven do. And, um, his cynical, critical perspective on man generally. I loved it. Loved it. So, yeah. Who are three people that you would most want on your zombie apocalypse team? Oh, such a fun question. Oh, I need more people on my team. Um, I don't know. Uh, Melania Trump and Michelle Obama would be one trio. <laughs> Tim and Eric would be another. Um, uh, you know, I mean, uh, Marilyn Manson and Danny DeVito. Like I kind of leave <laughs> names you know, I just want it to be a fun, I'm thinking Sean of the dead zombies. So gotcha. I'm not thinking survival. I'm thinking Melania Trump running around and Michelle Obama making a fire. Like I'm thinking more fun, fun zombies, you know, less deadly, more Sean of the dead, you know? Um, but yeah, Danny DeVito would be a hoot. That would be awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I think any, any of those, any combination of those Melania, Danny DeVito, I don't care. Any combination. <laughs> that's my my zombie dream team what is your cell phone wallpaper currently um it is actually a really cool um one of the photography subjects that i i really like i I always like road trips i still do always i love road trips um wind like a winding road going to like the horizon or just like winding blacktop like i've always liked so my i can't even you could see that oh it's just okay winding road going into just yeah so that's my butt my backdrop yeah and a night sky so 
I guess it symbolizes freedom and travel and yeah. And last question from me for this episode. What song do you consider to be your theme song? I have a few. Um, I always like Working Class Hero. Um, and then, and actually, I mean, I'm a huge Manson fan. I just, I, I just, you know, musically, it's just my favorite male voice. It, the, even without the voice, the music, like that, that, I love that music. So either, and then together, I mean, without the persona, just the voice, and then the music, I love it. So his version of Working Class Hero is awesome. The lyrics I've always liked, even the original. Um, and then his his song, he has a Hey Cruel World. Um, you don't have what it takes, basically. And that's where Among No One comes from in that song. Uh, so Hey Cruel World and Working Class Hero, I think I find definition and kind of so. So now it is your turn, sir. You are allowed to ask me five questions. I'm going to start with a really important one. Um, what are your thoughts on garden gnomes? Um, I, I like them in moderation. <laughs> so is that like six, a baker's dozen? What's, you know? Um, probably no more than like nine, depending on like <laughs> the square footage of your, right. your front yard. Yeah, they kind of freak me out a little bit. I just think it's a weird thing that, you know, it's just it's just a weird kind of thing like that people have in their yards. Just this weird little fat pink man and pointy hat. It's kind of bizarre. But yeah. yeah. Do you have any? I do not. No? Okay. No. <laughs> right on. Uh, let's see. If you could have any superhero power, which would it be and why? Um... Probably invisibility because there are there are just times when like I need people to leave me the fuck alone and just sure. let me let me be. Um, so if if I could just be invisible at will and just go about my business without someone stopping and trying to make small talk, that would be that would be ideal. If you if you could be invisible, what would your business be? I mean, what business would you be going about? <laughs> like, um. Like, would you be invisible and doing paperwork? <laughs> like <filing>? Yes. yes. <laughs> um, I would, I would go to the post office, um, <laughs> invisible and like just a floating letter to drop it in, uh-huh. the, in the little box. Um, yeah. but no, like, like if I'm, if I'm shopping, like I, I don't want somebody to ask, Hey, can I help you find something? Because I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm like, no. no, no, I just, <laughs> You know, because nine times out of 10, like I'm just wandering aimlessly around like Target and, you know, that's, that's my leisure activity. And I'm like, I don't need you to help me find anything because I'm not actively looking for anything. Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, invisibility is a good one. And what you just said reminded me a little bit of, so I work in a restaurant, I manage a bar and restaurant, and we... The owners deliberately do not have French fries on the menu, for instance. And we are near the highway. We have a lot of guests who just come in and they... They sit, they walk past the menus, they come in, they sit down, they don't look at the menu. They're like, can I just get a something, something with French fries? And we're like, well, we don't have French fries. We're like, well, what? And they're so surprised. So it just makes me laugh that the world is just full of people that just walk in doorways and sit down and then ask for things that we don't have, that people don't have. Like, do you go to like 
Target or, or not Target, like Home Depot and just like, hey, where's the milk? What do you mean you don't have milk? Like, well, do you know where you are? Like, Anyway, something about your invisibility story <laughs> reminded me <laughs> of people just walking around. It's like, no, I'm good. Just leave me alone. I am now um, going to go to Home Depot and ask for milk. Yeah, you might as well. Because, hey, actually, Home Depot now has like pillows and all kinds of things that may not milk. They're not there yet. But <laughs> Home Depot is more than just two by fours in paint now, I think, which is weird. Yeah, I think my superpower would be either I always liked Storm. So I'd like that weather um, and Magneto. Like, I, I think I saw one comic book or something. He zapped a bunch of stuff to the moon and then he just floated and lived there. I'm sold on that idea. So anyway, um, let's see. If you won $10 million tomorrow, what would you do? Um, no one would ever hear from me again. Yeah, I, I wouldn't tell a single fucking person I had won it. I would, I would just, you know, I would drop off the face of the planet. Where would you go though? Um, I would probably zap a bunch of stuff to the moon and just, yeah. just, just float up there and live. Um, right on. I don't know. I'd probably, because like around um, the UK, there are like, three or 400 like little tiny unoccupied islands I, I would probably snatch one of those up um because you know they can't be that expensive um build a little house and just just be that's awesome i will have you know that uh i was looking at the, the last like almost billion dollar lottery i don't know three years ago um a bunch of us played a whole bunch of tickets and anyway we were supposed to win and something went wrong um <laughs> but um my plan was i looked online for property for islands and off the coast of maine i found a three acre island with a three-bedroom house and a lighthouse for six hundred thousand dollars now when i think island i think like billion dollars you know i was like six hundred thousand i don't have six hundred thousand dollars but that's kind of in the realm of you know like you don't have to be a billionaire i was like holy shit Two things I would do. First, I would learn how to knit. Second, I would knit the flag. Third, I, that would be it. This would be my little country. <laughs> like I think we've talked about this because I'd have a penguin. He or she would be in a cape. And I would just be allowed to be a recluse author <laughs> and just chill. <laughs> yeah. So cheers to escaping. Um, yeah. And $10 million would do it. So good luck. Yes. Um, all right. So if you were stuck on an island forever and... You could only have three foods forever. What three foods would they be? Um, with these three foods, is like the possibility of them spoiling like out of the question? Like they're. Yeah, yeah. Every day you'd have a fresh batch of whatever three foods, but it would have to be the same, you know, three things forever. Um, pancakes, coffee, and bacon. Mm breakfast boy huh yep <laughs> you know? uh nice ah man yeah i'd have to say lasagna uh coffee oh man damn it uh lasagna i think would be awesome mashed potatoes and probably a fruit in there either watermelon or mango okay yeah yeah i mean bacon is good pancakes are good coffee's a tough one i i'm telling you yeah right on what language would you like to learn one day? I 
would like to learn to either speak uh, Greek or Mandarin? Mm. That's why. Um, I used to work when I lived in Atlanta. Um, the pizza place I worked at uh, was owned by a Greek family. Really? And um, they they used to talk shit to each other in Greek. And I, I always said, one day I'm going to fucking learn Greek and just jump into your conversation. Um, so revenge language. You just want to Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, and then Mandarin, because I, I feel like it would, it would be useful to have, like, it's, you know, it's one of the UN languages. Like it. Yeah. Interesting. Very cool. I know that. I mean, just, I, I happen to know, I saw this, uh, I think it was on not Etsy on uh, on Kickstarter or something. It's uh, somebody was trying to create like flashcards to learn uh, well Chinese. I don't know the different dialects, so forgive me. But uh, it's called Chinesey, um, and it succeeded to be a Kickstarter. But it's like flashcards because I always thought that those I don't know if you call it Cyrillic, but the written language, yeah, those characters that it's just stunning to me like artistically it's just such a beautifully written all those cyrillic kind of character languages i guess ours is in a sense but we're i don't know it's just kind of it's not fluid there's no beauty to it really to seeing text in, in anyway but chinesey it, it looked really 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 cool actually but yeah check that out um yeah, I, I think i'd it. like to learn uh german actually yeah i i just i think it's a it's such a potent sounding language you could be reading just a recipe for like bacon and eggs and it just sounds just so harsh and strong and i i like it <laughs> i think i'm very like oral that way like yeah it's just my favorite sounding language but but yeah that's my five questions um interesting right <laughs> on i know a lot about you now i know that you're probably let's wrap up on your five questions then so um so i'm imagining you on an island on the moon, um, invisible with no more than nine garden gnomes, um, eating bacon, coffee, and pancakes, uh, speaking Mandarin. <laughs> but I mean, like, if if my front yard is the moon, yeah. that's a lot of yeah, square footage. Oh, oh, hell yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm going to populate the... <laughs> my, my supervillain plan now is to populate Earth's moon with fucking garden notes no you know what i'm gonna take this a step further i'm gonna have i'm gonna commission a giant laser to be built uh, and i'm going G. to Joe did it. carve the moon into a giant fucking lawn note uh, cobra commander did that in like 82 <laughs> which was just the coolest thing i ever saw when i was like i don't know five you know yeah, that's a good idea. I kind of like that wrap up. I think I think I like those five questions <laughs> and then to put it all together. And if I could draw, I would. Well, you'd be invisible, so it'd probably be easy to draw. Actually, right. <laughs> so just a moon, nine guard gnomes per acre, I guess. Um, yeah, bacon and pancakes and coffee. Awesome. So wait, now I have to know how many acres the moon is. <laughs> well, well, just half of them because. It'd be a waste of gnomes to put them on the other side. Uh, there are approximately 9,383,748,198 acres. So 4.5 billion 
acres aside and then nine gnomes per so nine times four that's a lot of gnomes that's that's a lot of fucking gnomes you, you should have picked a gnome replication <laughs> power instead of invisibility <laughs> right 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 <laughs> but now i now i can't stop imagining like the fucking hubble telescope seeing like garden gnomes floating <laughs> as as my invisible ass carries them around that's awesome that's awesome oh man yeah if i was in a theater a, a funny movie would be what i need not not a bad movie <laughs> like this is the therapy of laughter is what i need whether through gnomes or whatever but yeah well awesome yeah so that's the end of the episode um is there anything that um you would like to plug or like have the listeners follow you on social media anything of that nature you have these moments to do well i appreciate that i wish i could take advantage of that i'm currently just i am um working my butt off um i'm under contract for a home out here that is being built oh wow Um, so and that is done in quarter three or four of 2022 so coming up so i am not on Instagram. I'm doing nothing but working my ass off to have a little piece of actual Colorado where I can go like this in my bedroom and not touch two walls. Um, So I'm really excited. It's awesome. And my every effort is at this. So I have nothing to plug other than, other than, yeah, it's going to be a pretty cool party to which you are absolutely invited uh, when I get my house at the end of the summer. So it'll be plenty of room in it. So yeah. Right on. Well, sir, thank you so very much for being here uh, this evening. It has been an honor, a privilege, and a joy to have you. Um, Anytime you would like to come back to any of the shows, uh, you know how to get a hold of me. Well, cheers, my friend. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much. If you enjoyed this episode be sure to like and subscribe to our friends on apple please leave us a review 30 questions with is a spring break 83 production